and for your unexpected business experience. We're coming to you today from Isaiah 41. It says, comfort, comfort. My people says your God. My name is Kathy McReynolds and I'm the founder of Bible Business Academy. And today, y'all, today we're going to talk about God has a reason for your unexpected experiences. And we're coming to you from Isaiah in our leadership series in the Bible. So if you didn't catch us last week, make sure you go over to YouTube and subscribe and share to Bible Business seek Bible Business Academy, Kathy McReynolds, and you can find us there. Hit the share button and notification and make sure that you follow us so that you can join in on this series and all the other ones that we have done. So if you are a coach, a trainer, an entrepreneur, a small business owner, and you're considering starting a course or consultant business online, then you found yourself in the right place. We help people build business with biblical principles. And each and every Thursday, you can catch us here live as we share different principles from the Bible that you can use in building your business. So if this is your first time coming out, want to say hello let me know where you're tuning in from what city what state what country are you visiting us from and are you catching us during the live or the replay you can also let us know what your calling is what's your passion what business is god calling you to start or what do you feel that you're being compelled to do let us know in the comments and how we can help you so guys we're going to go ahead and dive in if you do me a favor go ahead and hit that share button or tag somebody that you know want to build a business and they want to do it god's way with biblical principles because that's what we specialize in so i'm going to go ahead and um get this started here so as we're going into uh, sharing our screen here, if you can go ahead and do me a favor and go ahead and get your shared out as well so that we can uh, help as many people as possible. And remember, guys, if you're here today, you are here for a reason. So make sure you grab your pen, paper and your favorite beverage and just go, go ahead and dive in so that you know and take some notes and make sure you implement what you hear and let me know in the comments which i can't see while we're doing this i'll, I'll go back during the um at the end and also during the replay if you have any comments make sure you drop those in there but today y'all we're going to talk about isaiah's leadership in the bible and how god has a reason for your unexpected business experience in isaiah 40. like when i was doing this you know i always say that i welcome you guys into my study into the word but you know if you follow the bible you know that isaiah is like one of the premier people inside the bible and you know a lot of one a lot of leaderships and a lot of examples that i study i can like get it the first time but i'm telling you uh, uh, this series like we're going to actually end up doing just a series on isaiah he, um, there are 66 chapters and it's um the longest book in the bible and it kind of like covers the old testaments and the new testaments in the beginning and the end chapters of isaiah so it's so much to dive into so today we're just going to focus on a little small part of that and talk to you all about his leadership you will discover um, why God has a reason for your unexpected business experiences and you can learn that from Isaiah 
the man, the leader. See, Isaiah is a Shakespeare of the Old Testament. He was a poet and a prophet, but he was also a great preacher. I know we can learn a lot from his leadership and grow our business a hundredfold in unsurpassed eloquence. Isaiah describes God's greatness, grace, and glory, the virgin birth, dual nature, earthly life, sufferings, and resurrections of the promise messiah i mean think about that you were like born to announce the news of the messiah of jesus himself like that's that's a calling on your life right so i want you to watch today and see how we neatly wove these experiences into your everyday business journey you're also going to discover y'all why our greatest loss in business can be a catalyst our greatest gain. And as I tell you guys my story a little later on, you'll see how that applies to me as well. When looking through a mirror, we not only see ourselves, we see God. So every time you look at mirror, I want you to see greatness because there is greatness in you. And an unexpected business experience with God inspires us to serve him. And you might not be aware what that is. And we're going to tell you about that and how to recognize when God wants to reveal himself to you because you don't want to miss that revelation. And um, we're also going to talk about why God desires to change you. You know, we're forever evolving. I always say we're human becomings. We're always becoming who we were born to be. And so you have to learn how to let God use you for his purpose through your business. That's the entire reason why you're here today. And let me know if you're coming in from LinkedIn, YouTube, uh, Facebook, inside of our group, where are you watching us from? We're uh, covering a prayer and a faith formation that we always like to lead with you from Isaiah for your business growth. So get your pens and penny and pens and penny, your pens and paper ready. And you can also take a snapshot of that. And then we're also going to give you three C keys, three secret key leadership lessons from Isaiah that you can apply to your business immediately. So y'all, what was so special about Isaiah in the Bible? That's what we want to find out. And I am actually looking just to make sure that we are broadcasting uh, the correct way. You know, I didn't do that. And okay, there we go. Yeah, we, we got that up here. Uh, yeah. And you know what? I am going to go back. Let's see. Let me, let me, let, let, let me see. Uh, and you know what? I am going to. Okay. Yeah. So I'm what, so here's what we're going to do as we get started in this. I'm let me um, call an audible here and go back and we're going to switch. Y'all bear with me one second here. I should have checked this. Okay. There we go. I'm going to come back over here and I am going to move myself Damn, well, hold on, hold on, y'all. Okay, so you guys can see the entire screen. There we go. I'm gonna move myself down here at the bottom. I'm still here, you can see me, but I want you guys to be able to see the entire screen there. So see, there's always a reason why you gotta double check that before you get started. So we're gonna talk about what's special about Isaiah in the Bible. And Isaiah was best known as the Hebrew prophet who predicted the coming of Jesus Christ to um, salvage mankind from 
Sen, and he lived about 700 years before the birth of Jesus Christ. So if you're like, you know, is this real? Like, come on, you got someone here. And, and, and they even found the scrolls that he had written everything on. So you can trace all of that back when you do your history and your research. And if you stick around to the end, we're going to talk to you about how you can get an exclusive gift and learn more about our proven system for launching your online business and also share with you how you can get some free resources. And I'm also going to share you with you how you can get something sent right to your front door. We always like to have those gifts show up at our door. And our goal, y'all, is, is, is why we want to help you is we want to help you grow in your faith and your finance that you can get more leads, you can get more customers, and all of that will help you to have more fun, more freedom, and fulfillment. There's this famous verse in the book of Ecclesiastes, and, it, and, it, and it, he talks about, you know, life is short, so you should enjoy the fruit of your labor. You should enjoy your whole while you're here. And that's what we want to help you to do. If this is your first time tuning in, we could tell you guys a little bit about my story. I'm from Akron, Ohio. I always say I grew up shy shelter and in church basically six days a week. My mom was a minister. Dad was a football coach. I left at home at 19 and like went on my own wayward little challenge in and as they say, in and out, up and down and all around, lived in the D.C. Baltimore and Pittsburgh area. Anybody from those areas, drop it in the comments and let me know. Um, and the introvert, y'all, who loves to win, loves to make things happen, love, you know, want to hear those words, well done, my good and faithful servant. If, is there anyone else out there who desire to hear that at the end of their lives? If that's you, go ahead and say yes. That is me. I'm not perfect, y'all, but I am an action taker, auntie the many, licensed financial advisor, international trainer. And, you know, I made six figures, lost six figures in a couple of businesses. We also have a book that you can pick up on Amazon. You can see a copy of it here. It's called Bible Business Secret. Or you can go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com forward slash book, and we'll send you out a free copy of this book. You just have to cover the shipping and handling on it. And you can also get a copy of our Believe and Grow Rich Planner on Amazon as well, or go to BelieveAndGrowRich.org, and you can get it for 25% off when you get it directly through us. So yes, we can add author to that list. See guys, the reason why we come on here, we want to give you a taste of what you're going to experience. And if you join our membership, we're going to share with you some proven biblical plans to win at not just only business, but at life as well. We have three memberships you can take advantage of, a bronze self-guided, where we take the guesswork out of winning that business with online faith-focused training that actually work. And you can also get in our silver success solution and join and connect with other faith-focused, like-minded business owners who understand your challenge, your goals. All of that was done, you know, when uh, God said, don't forget to, you know, the meeting together. You have to be around like-minded people in order to grow, in order to take yourself to that next level and never be the smartest one in the room. And so that's why we 
are building a community of faith-based business owners. You can also join our Gold Elite Leadership and be the leader God is calling you to be, become and build your business with direct faith leadership coaching. To learn more about that, go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com forward slash membership. Or if you're ready and you already have a business go uh, or you're just getting started and you want to you know, develop your business, whether you are looking to get that website or funnel started and you've never been in business before, but you want to do it and discover our biblical-based unique process of turning your skills or passion into a profitable online course or consultant business, our academy is definitely best for you. We work with expert coaches, trainers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who are looking to start a purposeful business online, and we help you do it with biblical principles and mission marketing strategies. To learn more about that, go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com forward slash go. So let's go ahead and dive into today's topic. Isaiah's leadership in the Bible. And guys, God has a reason for you. I, I remember Isaiah 40 and verse one, comfort, comfort, my people says your God. I mean, like, isn't that amazing that you know that God just wants you to have comfort. He wants you to have peace. He wants you to have love and he wants you to prosper as well. So as we start, we're going to start with why our greatest loss in business can be a catalyst for our greatest gain. I think about my very first big loss in business, and I, I say big loss because when you get started, I've been in business, I don't know, since I think 1995. I remember going from, you know, an almost six-figure business, uh, well, um, working for someone else, down to like, I, I think my first year in business, I might have made like four or $5,000 and profit after it was all said and done. So I took a big drop, but right, that, that didn't bother me because I had a whole bunch of money saved and I was very new and I was just learning but my biggest loss came about 13 years later in 2008 when everything crashed. I lost my home, my Mercedes, I lost everything. And I remember like just being totally devastated. Can anybody relate to that? You ever been in a position where you had it all and then you lost it all? Well, I have. And I, I moved back to the Akron area and I went to work for a company for about um, a little over a year and I remember like the first it was like three different phases on the first 90 days it was like an out-of-body experience I was in another town doing something completely different than I had in the last 13 years I had lost my freedom so now I'm working for someone and I, like I remember driving from you know my apartment to where I was working at. And it was just like that. I started getting back into reading, uh, doing the things that I used to do. And it came back to me that you are not to meant to be in this position. You weren't born to work for anyone. You were born to be a leader because of why did I know that? It's because what God has placed in me. And I was attuned, you know, after you lose something and you go like, I don't know, I just turn to him when problems are, are facing you and you start going back, you realize, okay, I'm put here to do something great. And then I put together my exit 
plan and I left there. And it's the only time I worked in the last over 25 years. So I can share with you all a lot of ups, downs, turnarounds, and all that other stuff so that you guys can learn from it and avoid all the mistakes that I've made and see that catalyst for that loss. Six months after I left that job, I went over my first six figure in income. So I, who would have thought that that going down to zero to six figures or almost 18 months later would have ever happened. But had I not lost that, I wouldn't have changed my thinking and started doing things different. See, when we look at uh, you, what happened In the, in the book of Isaiah, it says, when King Uzzah, God's people must have been shaken. For 52 years, the same king had reigned. For 50 years, they have experienced security. So maybe that's you. Maybe you've been at your company or you've been in the same business for the last 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, and you're thinking about making a change and it's making you feel a little bit uncomfortable. See, scripture says Uzzah, if I'm pronouncing that right, had done what was right in the eyes of God. So he was a good reign over Judah. See, so here's the thing. If, if the kings did good, they, they, uh, if they, if they were good, then what they were doing was good. It's like, if, if you were good, then your business was good. If you were bad, then your business was bad. And now sometimes you don't have any control over that. Things just happen. And when life expectancy, expectancy being as short as it was in the ancient world, that meant that most people in the nation had no king other than Uziah. And so the question troubling everyone was who would sit on the throne? So if you just look at this lesson right here, the question that may be plaguing you is what are you going to do differently? What type of business would you start? How would you get started? What would you do if you didn't have your job? Like all of those questions are probably going through your psyche. And as you're trying to think, should I go? Should I stay? Right? It was in this context that Isaiah received the vision of God on his throne. And Judas loss was Isaiah's gain. And so as we go through life and as we look for our passion and our purpose and our calling, sometimes your biggest loss can become your greatest gain. Or sometimes someone else's loss can become your gain. See, he might have lasted earthly. He may have lost his earthly king, but he saw God who rules the entire universe on his throne his train filling the room in heavenly beings, the serpent crying out to one another, holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of glory. See, when you're going through something and you can see that the entire earth, the whole earth is full of glory, it gives you a different perspective. Let's talk about looking at that glass half full or that cup runneth over, right? And this is why our greatest loss in business can be a catalyst for our greatest gain. This often seems to be the way God works. He uses our losses and failures and challenges to get our attention so that he can show himself to us, grow us, and draw us near to him. So pay attention as you go through stuff. Don't become the victim. Become the victor because you got the
victory with God to you and take you to where he wants you to go. See, when looking through a mirror, y'all, if you listen to me, you know I'm always talking about that mirror moment when you just go stand in the mirror and you have a conversation with yourself. And when you look in that mirror from this point forward, I want you to see God looking back at you because that's who you are. We're just, these bodies don't belong to us, right? They're just on loan to us for a short period of time. And we, we're, we're like, we're here to do God's work. He is working through us. See, according to his account, he saw God, and this is Isaiah we're talking about, and was overwhelmed by his contact with the divine glory and holiness. I mean, come on, who wouldn't be overwhelmed if they saw God and they had to talk to him? He became ag ag agonizing aware of God's need for a messenger to the people of Israel. And despite his own sense of inadequacy, he offered himself for God's service. I mean, is God speaking to you? We got a video over on YouTube saying, is God calling you to start a business and four signs to look for? I want to make sure that I tell you about that so you can go check that out. It's only about 11 minutes, but make sure you look at that and, and, and let me know in the comments if he is calling you to start a business, if you're hearing signs of that. And over there, we don't have time to dive into it today. We tell you those signs that you can look for and how you know it's actually God speaking to you. But here's what Isaiah did. And here's what leaders do. And here's what you should do as well. He says, here I am. Take me. I am ready for you to use me however you need to use me. You know, inadequacy in all. Take me and use me me. And I often tell the story, y'all, that yes, I've been in business for 25 plus years. Yes, I've been training people and have different types of businesses um, throughout that entire period, been a financial advisor, owned a daycare center, had some property, tons of multi-level marketing, you name it, I've probably done it out there. Uh, body contouring business and all of that stuff, consulting, we've done it, right? And so here's why. Everything that I've stepped into, it wasn't comfortable. It wasn't in my realm of the things that, you know, I was used to, but I was willing, not because I was capable, because I know that God is capable, especially in this Bible Business Academy. Like I wouldn't, who would have ever thought me, you know, would be the one that's teaching biblical principles. It was not something that I even foreseen, but it kept coming to me during the pandemic. Like this is what you should start. This is what you should do. You should have something where it's Bible-based. That's where you go and you should teach people how to use those principles to better their life. That's just not me. But I finally got obedient. And let me tell you, from that decision on to now, it's just been the best decision ever. And one of the exciting parts about it is just being able to help people impact people. I'm always getting messages and stuff. And like, you know, we just got one from a lady on LinkedIn. She was like, oh my God, I just got let go from a company. And then all of a sudden, you know, I see you talking about business and talking about the Bible and all of that coming together. And it gave me hope. It gave me encouragement. And see, that's my gift. I've learned to listen to what my gift is. And we want 
going to help you to be able to do the same thing. So sinfulness and your own inadequacy and your own lack of skills, your lack of leadership, your lack of ability, anything that you lack, don't worry about it. God got you and he will take care of you and he will equip you with everything you need for your calling. And, you know, Isaiah said, woe to me. I cried. I am ruined for I am a man of unclean lips and I live among people. Of unclean lips and my eyes have seen and that's when god put them cold you know on his lips he was like you know i'm not worthy the stuff that's screwed out of my mouth the things that i've done the things that i've said who i am i'm not worthy to do this but god says yes you are yes you are worthy and not only are you worthy but i'm going to equip you and teach you by, you know, the people I put in your life, the things I put in you, the things I surround you with, resources and all of those, I'm going to make sure that you create the success that you need to do my work. See, that's the key right there. That's what we have to realize. Whatever business that we're, we're in, it's not our business, it's God's business. We're the co-creator with him. We're the co-partner and we're here to help. If that's making sense, y'all drop it in the comments. Y'all know I can't see them right now, but I will go back and check them out. See, when we encounter God and get a sense of his holiness and purity and power and glory, we can't help but be humble. And that's the start of God being able to work in you. All the different challenges and stuff that I went through is not until those moments of humility. You're nothing without God. You can't do this on your own. You can't do live life and do life and be that way without being humble. It prompts us to confess our sins, which is really just humility in actions. You'd be like, you know what? I'm not worthy. Here's what I'm doing wrong. Here's what I need to do. Here's what I need fixing. And because I know that I can confess them to you and you will help me and you won't judge me because of the things that I've done, but you will help me to get to that next area, then I'm okay with it. So when people say, I would like to talk to God directly to me, I'm like, you know, I I don't know. I, I, not, I don't know. I like, I can't even answer that. Like half of me says yes, half of me say no. And half of me like, that would be a scary thought, right? Uh, would you be ready? What, what about you? Would you be ready to hear directly from God? Would you want to, would, like, could you handle it? I, it, I don't, I don't know, y'all. We want to get back to y'all on that one, right? See, when you look at an unexpected business experience with God, it should inspire us to serve him even more. See, Isaiah's first reaction to God was, ah, oh, because of God's glory. It's just like, you know, sometimes when you meet that celebrity or that pro player, you're like, you, you get those or whoever your, your, your celebrity or guru or all of that stuff is, you get that ah, moment, right? So imagine, imagine being face front with the creator of the universe. Like that's some scary stuff, right? That's a moment that you will never forget. See, he, his second was fear because of his inadequacy. And so who am I speaking to out there 
that you know that there's this business ideal stirring inside of you, or you know that there's this next level that you need to go to, or you know that it's this next thing that you need to do, but that fear of that inadequacy is stopping you from going on, from moving on. Who, who, who can raise their hand out there and say, yeah, I'm a little afraid of that. And that's okay. So what we want to do is help you to move through that and, and show you the steps to get through that so you can get to, you can get through that chapter so you can go to that next level because there's always a next level in life. Just remember that. And his third response was the was a desire to serve because deep down inside, we, you know, if you're a leader, if you're a person of faith, if you have that entrepreneurial bug in you, there's something in you that you always want to you serve. You you know you're not average and ordinary. You know you were born to do something extraordinary. You may not always know the moves to get there, but you feel it inside of you. You feel like you could be in a room of people, and unless they're thinking and wanting what you want, you feel like you're all alone. Can anybody relate to that? Do you have that feeling? Let me know that in the comments. See, when you feel that and you still have that desire to serve, when God asks, whom shall I send and who will go for us? I said, Isaiah said, he says, here I am, send me, use me. Are you willing from this day forward to say, use me, lack inadequacy, lack of degree, like doesn't matter what, you know, whether you're male, female, black, white, young, old, it doesn't matter. You just says, you say, I am ready, God. You can use me however you want and use me to do your will and whatever it is. When you get to that point, I promise you, your life will change. And I didn't say it's always going to be a simple ride, but it will be a joyful ride along the way because we teach you when challenges come, how to deal with that and how leaders handle that as we go through this series. See, when we truly encounter God and get a sense of his love for us, despite all of our shortcomings, how can we feel anything other than gratitude? And that's one of the reasons why I love this Believe and Grow Rich, y'all. I'm always talking about it when I'm on here. But one of the things that you get to do every single morning when you write in here, let me get to the page here. You get to, it says your provisions and gratitude right down there. So you get to write down what you're grateful for. And if you can, you know, it's one thing to say what you're grateful for, but once you start writing out what you're grateful for, I'm telling you all those five senses that the reading, writing, hearing, saying, and doing, once you start using all of those senses, it just takes you to an entirely different gratitude for what God has done for for us, giving up his only son, loving us, forgiving us, having grace with us by serving him. That is the best way to show gratitude and answering that call. So let's talk about some life and business lessons from Isaiah that you can start using now. See, out of his experience with God, Isaiah wanted to go to the people with his message, but he could not have taken the life business changing messages to others without first encountering the life changing God. See, 
you can't go and build that business and build that that vision that you want until you have that encounter with God if you want to do it his way. You can do it the world's way, or but if you want to do it his way, you're going to have some reckoning. You're going to have this, we call it that come to Jesus moment, right? You're going to have that moment as you get started. And this is how God works in our lives. And this is how he works in our businesses. Like he left us so many examples for us to see in the Bible that this is how he works. So when it starts to work that way in your life. Don't, don't, don't get frightened. Don't retreat. Pull in, lean in and lean into your greatness. Lean in to what he has for you so that you can go to that next level. An encounter with God is a prerequisite for his sending us out to be a messenger for him. It's no different than if you're starting a new job, right? A new job, you got to go through training. If you're getting in the army, you got basic training. If you're in the football, my dad coach, you got one-a-days and two-a-days. See, those are your encounters with the world. The best encounter that you can have, the best revelation that you can have, the best training camp that you can get in is that encounter with God. So get excited when you're going through that. And we must be changed before we can encourage others to change. See, if you want to help somebody else be changed, you don't have to have been through something to in order to show somebody else how to get to what you've been through. And that's a lot of people, that's your calling. And as we Think about this truth, the change messenger, the problem that you think you're having, that challenge that you're thinking you're having. Just start asking yourself, not like, oh, why me, poor me, victim me. Start saying to, okay, God, obviously you have a reason for sending me through this. What is it? What is it that you want me to learn? What is it that you want me to know? How do you want me to grow? Who do you want me to serve? What do you want me to do? You see the different energy in that instead of like, oh no, everything's always happening to me. Like, woe to me. Don't be that woe to me. Leaders are not that woe to me. Leaders find a reason as to why they're going through something. Leaders are problem solvers. And that's what you're calling could be depending on what you've been through. So start taking notes. Use our, our Believe in Girl Rich on the journal sections to start journaling your days to figure out what your calling is and what business you should be going through. See, you have to learn how to recognize when God wants to reveal himself to you. Because as I told you, I think it was last week, if he don't use you, it ain't going to stop. One man don't stop no show, right? One woman don't stop no show. If he can't use you because you're not open to receive it, he's going to find someone else. And that's that person who be like, oh man, I had that idea, or I came up with that, but didn't do anything about it. They let it sit in them and sit on them and just struggle them and strangle them for the rest of their life. There's so many people in the grave who had so many ideas, but they never took those ideas and made them become something because they didn't know, they didn't have the courage to get out there and do it, or they didn't have a system, or they didn't have belief around them. So if you 
are watching this today, let me tell you, you're, all your excuses are removed. If you need help, as we always tell you, you can go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com. You can message me uh, online. You can book a strategy session. We are here to help you. There is a reason why you're here today. And what many people don't realize is that God wants to reveal himself to everyone. Like everyone who is born, he has a purpose for them. He wants to reveal himself to you. And God desires to connect with you. He may not do it through a vision like he did with Isaiah. He might be doing it through you coming by this channel, happen to see it, just like I talked to you about the lady who, who was on LinkedIn, LinkedIn, perfect stranger. I had no idea who she was, but she shot me a message in the inside saying, thank you, right? So who's going to say thank you to you because you did what was uncomfortable? You did something even though you felt inadequate about it. So if you're ready, just say ready. Put hashtag ready in the comment. See, you don't choose the way God reveals himself to you. He chooses that. The important part for you is to recognize what he wants to reveal himself to reveal to you. And that's where the questions, you know, in all that get a get of understanding, the only way to get understanding, y'all, is to either go through something and come out on the other end on the upside. Um, also to ask questions as you're going through something, not the why me, all bad things are happening to me, or being that complainant, like I always tell you, complain. Com if you complain or blame, you're lame, right? So don't complain, don't don't blame. That's lame. Start asking those questions. Okay, God, this moment that I'm in is not comfortable, but I'm going through something, so I know I'm going to grow in it. What is it that you want me to learn? Who is it that you want me to become? Who do you want me to help? See, these are the things that you can start asking of God and he will be there to help you and send people to your life. And he already left you the word where you can take the balance of all of those and just put them together. See, it's not me or any other expert that's the expert is God who's the expert and he's just using us like he used Isaiah and so many other leaders that we talked about to help his people get to where his people, he wanted his people to go. So the important part is for you to recognize what he wants to reveal to you about himself and what he needs you to do. It will be perfect for just you. So whatever that gift is, a lot of people say, well, Am I going to have competition? No, not if that's your gift, not if that's your calling. There is no such thing as competition. What's for you is for you. Or is it saturated? No, not if it's your gift, if it's your call, if it's meant for you to do, if it's your catalyst of how God wants to use you. I don't care if somebody has dominated the in, that industry for decades, for years, for centuries. When is your term? It is your term. We just talked about when the other king dominated for 50 years and then it was Isaiah's term. And everybody's like, who's going to take the leadership? You can look at different businesses like JCPenney's round for 100 years and now they've shrunk down to nothing. Walmart gone, Woolworth gone. I'm dating myself. But some of y'all know some of these companies that I'm talking about. There's always a next level. There's always a next leader. There's always a next queen or king to take the reign if they're open to listen to what God has for them. It will be perfect just for you. So remember that and never 
feel like you can enter in a crowded market. You can enter wherever God wants you to enter because he is the driving force of all of that. And I just want you to always be aware of how to recognize when God wants to reveal himself to you. It was not an accident that Isaiah used that uh, not an accident that Isaiah used Lord, the personal name of God to describe him. See, like all these little like you got to learn to pay attention to the details, all of these details will help get you to where you need to go. See, how you do anything is how you do everything. And so you have to practice that. You have to teach that. Like my little niece, as she's doing things in school, like she wants to lay down and write. I'm like, no, sit up, do it right. Because how you do anything is how you do everything. These are little habits that faith-driven entrepreneurs have. They do, they strive for excellence. They strive to be the best. And, 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 they strive to build relationships. And this was what Isaiah was seeking when he described the Lord and used the Lord, the personal name of God, to describe him. He did not use Adana, which emphasized God's sovereignty, holiness, and power. See, yes, God is sovereign. Yes, God is holy. God is powerful. But God is also personal. He wants you know, to be our friends. He want, he wants us to feel his presence, to know that he's there, to relate with him, to have conversations with him. As I was doing a break today, I went out and I was walking around and I'm in a different area. I'm like, God, you know, when I'm home and I have all my space, I can talk to him more. And I'm like, man, I miss you. I have, I feel like I haven't had this conversation with you. Like we're always talking because you know, I have a new baby, like new life and all of that stuff. And I just having that moment, just me and him and walking around and having a conversation and saying, okay, what do you think I should do? How should I do this? I'm like, oh God, I'm so sorry. I hadn't even asked you what I should do. And see, when you're in your habits and your moments, you, you can do that regularly. And when you get out of that shift, you can feel the change. And, but when it's a habit, you quickly return to it. So that's why God is also personable and he wants to be personal to you. It's like your relationship with him is the only relationship that matters. So when somebody asks, you yeah, remember when this preacher said, um, do you have a personal relationship with God? You know, Basically, he said it like, you don't even know God. I'm looking at him like, you don't know me. And first of all, you don't know what type of relationship I have with God. But don't let people like that stop you from becoming who God wants you to be. They they know not what they're saying, all right? Because nobody would say something like that if they knew what they were saying. And they knew and understand that each individual person has a personal relationship with each of your kids. And it's a different type of relationship. And that's the same thing with God. He wants a personal relationship with us. And this is how he can begin to reveal the plans that he has for you and the things that he wants to do with you. It's the same way if you want your kids to do something or you're inspiring them or your friends or your husband or your wife, you have that personal relationship and that conversation that you can dive in with them and have with them. So let go. I share this with you because I want you to let go of any 
preconceived notions of how God could communicate to you. See, sometimes we can read in the word and because, he, you know, you know, he put the burning bush or he spoke to someone this way or somebody got revealed to something. You're like, well, I didn't get it that way. Well, maybe because you weren't supposed to. Right. Stop looking at how somebody else gets connected with God and how somebody else gets that business idea or how somebody else ends up in this particular position and start focusing on your relationship with God. Because when you have that, he will talk to you. He will reveal what he needs to reveal to you. And however, whatever mechanism he want to do it, that's how he's going to do it. Like some of you like to text, some of you like to talk, some of you like to write notes, some of you like to be on video. All Everybody has a different way of communicating, right? It all of them work. As long as that message get across, as long as that message is received and then action is taken, that's all that matters. So that's what you have to be after is the message being communicated. Do you have a per personal relationship and be open to whatever he has for you and your business? Be open to it. Like I told y'all with Bible Business Academy, I was like, nah, I don't think that's me. But guess what? After you know, I thought about it. I had some relationship with God. I talked to him. I prayed about it. It was like, okay. And, and once you make that decision, like I can still remember major moments when I made decisions to make a move. And because when you make that major decision to make a move, you just make that move. You go and there is no turning back. Like Lot's wife, she looked back and you saw what happened. You got to keep moving forward. You got to make decisions and draw that line in the sand. Let it look straight ahead. As they say, keep focus on the prize. Don't look to the left nor right. Just look straight ahead to the prize of what you desire to do and what God desires to do to change you. Because when you do that, you're going to figure this out. See, when you get this clear picture of God, it gives us a deep sense of our home sense. Like, I, like one of the things that we have in here, and the planner is, uh, or the, I don't, uh, it may be in there or is in my notes that I say, oh, it, it's a scripture that says, God, search me. Let me know what's on me. It's like, you want to live right. You know, I always tell people like when I was growing up, my my earthly father, my dad, uh, I, I, there are certain things that I didn't do because I didn't want to disappoint him. I didn't want him to be disappointed. I wanted to please him. And that's the same way it is with our with our with God we want to please him so there are certain things that we do and then when we don't do them like there's certain things like when someone like you know takes you off and you don't have it rooted all the way down in you you respond and you be hearing inside like don't say this and do this and you just do it anyway that means you're leading by the flesh right and that's the same thing with your business but when you get grounded you start to hear you know, your helper, the Holy Spirit in you, and he starts telling you the things that you need to do, the things that you need to say, scriptures are popping in your head, and you can, you know, that it's him helping you, and you know that it's God speaking to you, because it's in the Bible. That's how you know a hundred percent that what is being said is true. All you got to do is find it in the Bible. Today, in the times that we're in, just be like, Siri, 
where's the scripture at on such and such or Alexis or whoever, you know, that device that you ask those questions to, if you're going to be on that phone, on that device, then use it to help yourself grow to that next level. Cause you got to get that clear picture. Isaiah response was immediate and clear in Isaiah six, five, see immediate decision. And it has to be clear. See, lead make decisions they don't need all day all night, and then they take action and it's clear just like in Isaiah 65 he said woe to me I cried I am ruined for I'm a man of unclean lips and I live among people of unclean lips and my eyes have seen the king the Lord Almighty you can only discover how God wants to use you in business especially on those day on those days when you feel like nothing, especially on those days when you feel lost. And then when you allow that humility to overcome you, man, I'm telling you, life begins to change. This is how you can allow yourself to see your true self before God and hear his calling on your life and on your business, you gotta be open to receive that. And if a person does not humble himself, see leaders are humble. They practice that. They're used to people going after them. They're used to people attacking They're used to opposition and they handle it. Some of our presidents, you can look at some of the leaders, you can look at how some people react and who do we respond to? Who do we always talk about? The people that handle like I like even my dad uh, you hear on earth. I like that man never yelled at anyone. He talked with calmness. He was a leader and like just a leader of leaders. Who in your life has been your mentor, has been your leader, has been your example? And most importantly, y'all, who are you the example for? Who are you the leader for? Who are you showing how to live life in a godly way? Who are you showing how to build a business and represent the way that God would want you to represent? And, and it starts with being humble. Leaders are humble. They have humility. See, God is God and there's no other person out there. So why not submit and be humble to him? Before most encounters, we can trace ourselves back and see how we were wrapped up in ourselves. We can, like, I can look back and see how it was all about me. And in those moments when my mouth just ran or I did what I wanted to do, it was all about me. See, you are not put here on this earth for you. You're put on this here on this earth to serve God and for his purpose. The moment you humble yourself and you realize that the moment life will change. Now, is it perfect? Do you always live in that? No, it takes time. It's like growing stuff. You'll get there. We all have our challenges and we all have that growing pain that we're breaking through to get to that next level. But once you know, just put on your board, humble, humility. These are the things that you want to seek at. See, God does not allow his work to be thought at by some, someone like that who is not humble. Just as God provided for Isaiah's sin by sending a, a servant to touch him with a lump of hot coal and cleanse him, 
I don't know how he's going to do that for you, right? But hopefully it ain't no hot. I don't know. Some, yeah, hopefully it's not no hot cold. Hopefully it's not something that you have to go through in order to get to it. Hopefully you're listening to this and you have an aha moment and you stop and you think and you're like, oh, okay, this is what I need to do to avoid going through this trouble and this challenge. Then that's the road that you take because as you go up that ladder, you're going to have different, you know, the, the, the more that you're taking care of, the more challenges that you're going to face. And that's what we're here to do is to help you to get through them if you allow him to. God wants us to feel the weight of our unworthiness, but he never wants us to leave it there. Like, you know how you, 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 when you're, you're punishing your kids when they were coming up, you're like, okay, I love you, but you're on punishment right now. You're not going anywhere. You want them to feel that. You want them to understand what they did and why they shouldn't do it anymore and how to make better decisions. That's no different than what God wants for us, right? So confess your inadequacies to him. Ask God to cleanse you and he will. Like even before you start going through something, you'll be like, God, I know that you're calling me to start a business. I know that you want me to do something greater with my life. I know that you have a calling for my life, but here are some things that I'm doing that I don't, that I know I shouldn't do and that I need changing on. Help me with these things. Help me to understand this. Help me to get better with this. Help me to be around the right. Like these are the things that you can start asking for. That's having humility. And then you begin to change. That's it, y'all. It, it's not rocket science. You, then you begin to change for the better. It's like one step at a time. It's just like if you, you know, want to lose weight, right? What do you got to stop doing? It's one step at a time. You you didn't get there overnight and you're not going to change eating better, drinking more water, uh, doing the eating the right things, the right portions. Like It's all incremental steps and it takes time to go through that journey. And I don't know how long your time is going to be. You can get it done. You can do more in the next 12 months than you do than you had did in the past 12 years just by making these little incremental changes and these decisions and doing things in a way that's God's way and in a way that leaders do them. And that's what we want to help you with. And you, and then y'all, you cannot get to your future until you settle your past until you settle your past so if you know that you are doing some things and things don't seem to be happening or you keep going back and talking about what you used to do and how it used to be or the mistakes or somebody who did this to you or complaining about that you gotta let that stuff go you gotta like wipe it away. You got to let it go, dust it off and be like, okay, I'm done with it, right? That's all in the past because your future is waiting for you to let go of your past. Your success is waiting for you to let go of your past. So if mama them or daddy them did something back to you, said something hurt you or somebody hurt you, a husband, a wife, a girlfriend, a boyfriend, a friend, an aunt, niece, uncle, nephew, whoever, schoolmate, let that stuff go because it is holding you back from becoming 
all you were born to be and letting God use you the way he needs you. So if you need to let something go, put a hashtag, let that stuff go so that you can grow. Let that stuff go so you can grow in the comments. See, God loves us even as we are. Just come to him as you are. That's what he says, come as you are. He's going to get rid of all of that stuff that's in you. He does not, and like that was my reason for like, should I be doing this? Should I be teaching people biblical principles? It wasn't something that I was into, even though I read it and I knew it and I understand it. I didn't see it as my calling, right? Because I was judging where I was instead of where he needed me to go. But because I had had years of not pouring in me and it was a habit that I built, it quickly allowed me to change my mindset. See, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And the only way you're going to renew your mind or grow your faith is by hearing, reading, saying, doing, hearing, reading, saying, and doing. Think it, ink it, and do it. We talk and then review it. We talk about that all the time. This is how you begin to transform. It takes time. It takes effort. But remember, you can do more in the next 12 months than you have in the past 12 years by upping your leadership game, by joining us at Bible Business Academy. See, he wants us to change and he wants to help us to change. And here he's about love. I, you know, people are like, I don't believe in God. I'm like, what? Like, you don't believe in love. You don't believe in happiness. You don't believe in joy. You don't believe in miracles. You don't believe in like all the goodness. Like, you don't, you don't, I, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, I get it, but I don't get it. Right. It will see when you do this, it will allow him to help you every day, little by little. And he never wants us to stop growing. So you got like right there, that's a leadership decision to say that I will never stop growing, that I'm always like I was reading some books today, like every day I'm either reading or watching something Um Every single day, except for maybe on Sunday, but I still get a little something in, right? From either church or watching something. So I'm reading, learning seven days a week on just changing and transforming the mind. And this has been a habit, I don't know, for almost 25 something years, right? And then as you go and you do and it gets more, you spend like four or five hours reading, learning, studying, then you do doing. And then it only takes an hour of doing instead of eight hours of doing because now you know how to get it done quicker. Does that make sense? If those are the things that we want to teach you and we want to show you how to do, because God never wants to leave you where you're at. Just like you never want to leave your baby where they're at, right? You got a little baby. I'm, you know, we just had a little new little baby come into the world. Uh, she's like not even a month yet, right? And then we got another one that's about like six months. Another one is about a year. So you think about that when the year when the, when the one was between six to eight nine months they wanted to learn to start walking right so can you imagine if we pick that baby up and they start walking and then they fall down and then we pick them up again and then and they fall down and we're like you'll never walk you 
No, you wouldn't do that to a baby, right? So don't do that to your life. Start telling yourself what you can do. Start going to God and saying, help me in the areas that I'm inadequate with. Start making that decision that for the rest of your life, you will learn. We call that having a personable syllabus. You need to have a personable syllabus for your growth, for your life, for your business, for everything that you do. And you sit down and you put that together with a coach, with a trainer, with someone, and then you go to God with it and he will tell you what you need to do and you can confirm that. That's why it's always good. If you're, if you're in business or whatever you're doing, be equally yoked with someone that you can have this converse, this faith conversation with so that you guys are in tune. Can't nobody lead you to where you want to go if they don't have the very first thing that you need to have. And, and that's that, that, that relationship with God. If they don't have their personal relationship or not striving for that and, and you're striving for that, then how are they going to lead you? That's why, you know, we can't be unequally yoked with people like that. See, you have to learn how to let God use you for his purpose through your business. And that's the reason why you're watching this, because you're an entrepreneur. You believe in God. You have faith and you want to grow and you want to do something. You know that over and over and over and over and over again, God reveals himself to people. You see that in scripture. You see it in the Bible all throughout it. And you see him change people. You see him give people assignments. You see him tell people what to do and give people direction. He is God is sovereign. He doesn't change. That's not going to change his way. Like there's one thing that God can't do is lie, right? That's the only thing that he can't do. He can do anything else, but he cannot lie. Just as he did with Isaiah, he will do the same thing with you. He will be with you. He will help you. He will teach you along the way. See, that was true for Isaiah, and it could be true for you as well. When you hear from God, get cleansed and ready to be next. As we used to say in our financial service office, I mean, like, I don't care what state we were in, we would build the number one office in that um, location in that area. And we would also build the number one people on their different levels. And our line used to be, who's up next? Who's up next? Because we already knew that we were a leadership machine. We were going to pop out leaders. And that's what life is about. That's what our Bible Business Academy is about, is popping out business leaders in the community, in the world, in the nation, so that they can live out God's purpose. And when he asks, who will go for him, you can quickly respond, here I am, send me. So just go, here I am, send me. Put that in the comments. I want you to feel privileged to serve God because it is a privilege, right? I like just feel privileged about that and learn how to let God use you for his purpose through your business. Don't make your business about you, make it about God. When you make it about God, you, you approach it in a different way. You do things different. You respond differently. You act differently because you're like, will God be pleased with this move? Will God be pleased with how I help that person? Will he be pleased with my attitude on this? All of it. Will he be pleased with my customer service? Will he be pleased about how fast I responded back 
to somebody when they wanted, you know, to have a conversation with me. All of these things, as I always say, you better check yourself before you wreck yourself, right? See, I want you to notice something. God did not compel Isaiah to go and he won't compel you to go. He did not command for Isaiah to go and he won't command for you to go. He allowed Isaiah to go, right? Just like he will allow you to go. See, Isaiah accepted God's invitation and you have to accept God's invitation. He got he accepted God's invitation to lead that lead the country. You have to accept God's invitation to lead your 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 family, your community in that business and be the leader in your particular division, your your genre, your niche, your industry, whatever it is that you uh, are in. And see, here's the key. Isaiah was overjoyed about it. Are you overjoyed? Are you excited? Like, you know, are, are you fired up, ready to go and excited about the journey that you're going in? You got to wake up every day excited about life and like, yeah, you can use me. Take me. I'm ready to go. Put me on the field. Put me in coach. Let's go. Let's play. I'm ready to win. I'm ready to make that happen. You got to be overjoyed with your life, overjoyed with your assignment. See, when Isaiah was told told him to go and tell his people what he had to say, that same thing can be true for you, y'all. Just like it was with Isaiah. God has an assignment for your life. God has assignment for your business, but he is not going to compel you. He's not going to command you. You have to allow it to happen in your life. Are you going to allow it? Are you ready for that to happen? I hope so. I am rooting for you. See, he won't force you to take it. He will offer it to you and you must choose it freely, just like he does with our salvation. He don't force us to get saved, right? Like it's, it's a free choice. You choose. You must volunteer. It's like, you know, somebody trying to be in a relationship with you and you don't want it and they're just constantly forcing that. you like, yeah, yucky feeling, right? God don't want that yucky feeling. He wants somebody who is overjoyed and excited and ready and willing and able to, to you ain't even got to be able. Let me take the able word because he's going to make you able, right? You just got to be overjoyed and excited about it. When he calls you, it, you, you may not even feel worthy. You may not feel ready. I already told y'all I didn't feel that way. But if you say yes, Okay, but if you say yes, it will be the best part of your life. It will be the best part of your business. It will transform. You just got to be like, yes, yes, yes. I'm all in. Like, yes. It's no different than when you're at a basketball game or football game and you're out there cheering and you all excited. I want you to get that excited for your life and be like, yes, like high five yourself. Give yourself a high five and an excitement in what you're doing. When you're doing what God asked you to do, you don't know why you exist. People say, well, what's my purpose? Why am I here? Why am I exist? You find joy even in the times when most people like will think, oh my God, how can you still be happy with all the stuff you're going through? Why? Because you got God and you know that all everything that you go through all of that is for a purpose and that he's you and that's why you breathe air that's why you have joy that's why you you know he said i will let you 
you create wealth without painful toll. That's not for us to go through all this pain and build this business and do it. No, that's not for us. Now you're going to have challenges. Absolutely. Are you going to have to face things? You're going to go through things. Yeah. But you as the leader, as a faith leader, as an entrepreneur, as somebody who a faith entrepreneur, as somebody who knows God and walking with him and has a personal relationship, you go through things completely different from the way the rest of the world goes through things. And that unworthiness that you feel is turned around because you start putting those scriptures in you. Again, you know, get this planner, the Believe and Go Rich planner, because what it says in here every single day, you got to go in here and you got to write out like you write out your scripture for the day. You get to memorize it in the way you, you know, Harvard did a study. I say this over and over again. If you see, say here and write something six times, you get 62% of retention. So imagine six days a week, you're writing in your journal, you're writing out scriptures. You can even write scriptures out every single day so that you could start memorizing those because when you need them, they'll come back to you. The Holy Spirit, the helper will bring it back. We got this little reticular activator in the back of our brain. It's like a little computer. And so the more you put in that and that from reading, writing, hearing, saying, the more you build your faith. When you build your faith, you begin to build your finances. When you begin to build your finances, you know, when he can trust you with a little he starts to give you a lot. So all of this, these are the things that we want to help you with. See, God always has a reason in mind when we encounter him and that encounter y'all is personal. Nobody else can feel and experience what you are feeling and experience. So like I was just talking to someone today and they just lost one of their a child. And I'm like, I can't even begin to, you know, know how that feels because I've never experienced that. And that's personal. My mom has lost two of her kids, you know, so they could probably relate and have that different conversation. But I'm like, I don't even know what to say because I be true to say things like, you know, all I can say is, you know, let God be with you because I've never experienced that. So I don't even know what to say, but let God be with you. That's how it is with when you encounter him personally, only you, no one can tell you what God has for you, but you. Now, can someone help bring it out of you? Absolutely. By telling you the things that we're sharing with you today, what to be open for, how, you know, how to uh, forgive, how to be humble, how not to look back, how to be decisive, how to take action, like all of those things. These are systematic things and systems and, and truths that are always truths and that will never change, right? So, so yeah, we can help you with that, but your personal relationship with God and what you have, and your encounter with him when you and him nobody else can do that right so that so it so is that business assignment that he's going to give you and it might not be the business for the rest of your life it might just be the business for a season so don't get stuck on that it's just like people who go to college they go to college and the, the average person who went to college they end up only doing what they graduated from for like two to five years and that's it after that they're on to something new and so be okay with that. It's like different stages of life. You go through pre-kindergarten, kindergarten, you know, um, elementary school, middle school, high school. So those are all different stages of life that you have to go through. That's your growth as you're growing. So you just recognize that as you're going through that. 
and just learn, I mean, keep saying this, how to let God use you for his purpose through your business. Make sure that you acknowledge that it's his business and it is being built for his purpose. See, I can't tell you what God will invite you to do to business. Only God can do that. But if you learn from Isaiah, I can conclude it will probably be in the area where God has affected you most deeply right? God often allows us to help others in places where he has helped us the most. Most So maybe you're that person who your marriage broke up and now you're a marriage counselor. Maybe you're that person who, who you um, lost businesses like I did. So now I can help other people build businesses and get through that area. Maybe you are someone who went through some devastations and now you can help one. Or maybe it was a good thing. Maybe you grew up and and you played an instrument and now you can train and teach other people how to do that maybe you have a love for gardening and now you can teach other people how to every business is different and all of them can be done online in some sense like all you have to do is have a video like how many of us learn from videos if you're watching this right now you're learning from a video of everybody nowadays will pop a video in and learn something so you can do hybrid sections where you can have you know, in-person training, and you can also do video training. You can have a live or you can have a recorded. There's so many different ways that you can have your course or your consultant business and utilize God at, at, for the purpose of it and doing his work. See, where God touches you, he will use you to touch others. That's how you know that is God backed. Because if it's just you and about you growing money and making money and doing things, it's not God backed. If you're touching people, if people are letting you know how you changed your life and you're making a difference in their lives and, 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 and you see the testimonies, you see the transformations and, and you see the things changing, then that's God driven, right? If things aren't happening, maybe you're going through that stage. Maybe you need the help, you know, wherever you're at, or maybe you're in the wrong industry. So all of those things are the things that we can help you determine through some systems that we have in place to help you to decide, you know, is God calling you to start a business? Does he want you to grow that business? And we just take that, ask you some questions, back it up with the scripture. So I want to share, I hope all that brought you value. Let me know if you guys got value at out of that. So as we come to the close here, guys, I always want to give you a prayer from our leader. And this is from Isaiah for your business growth. You can screenshot this um, and then just start saying it over and over again. And I got this from John Maxwell. It says, Oh, Holy One of Israel, I ask that you give these friends a life-changing and business-changing encounter for you. Now, of course, I you know, took some of what he had and I implemented it, right? Call them by name, touch them, draw them near to you and give them assignments that will bring them joy, others healing and your glory in your most powerful and holy name. Amen. So just snap a shot of that. And that's from your leader in Isaiah. Last week you had Deborah. So you can take that prayer from Deborah. So you can take the prayers from these different leaders. If you didn't see that, go over to YouTube and, and look for uh, Deborah, the leadership series uh, from Kathy McReynolds of Bible Business Academy. You can get that and you can watch also our Genesis and Millionaire um, series. So
make sure you subscribe over there so you can check everything out that we do in addition to these Thursday's training. And then as usual, we want to give you a faith affirmation. What is a faith affirmation? It's just a scripture from the Bible that's related to what you're going through. And so this faith affirmation is from Isaiah for our business growth is from Isaiah 61, one through 11. So I'm just going to read it to you. Y'all ready? It says the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the broken heart, to proclaim liberally, liberty to the captives and the opening of the prisons to those who are bound, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to grant to those who mourn in Zion, to give them a beautiful headdress instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the garment of praise instead of faint spirit, that they may be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might that he may be glorified. They shall build up the ancient ruins. They shall raise up the former devastation, the devastations of many generations. Strangers shall stay in your flocks. Foreigners shall be be your plowman and vine dresses. Man, you can take that scripture. You can replace some of the words about what you're doing in your business today. And just from Isaiah 61, 1 through 11, just read that over and over and over again. Every single day, just reading that makes you feel like you can just do anything and everything that you need to do for God to, so that he can lead, lead through you. So in closing, guys, here's some leadership lessons from Isaiah. See, as you study Isaiah leadership lessons, do you realize that he asked God to give us what we most desire, his touch? If we experience with God even once, we long for it again for the rest of our lives. Anytime you have that encounter, that experience, it, you just want it. We can never experience God's presence too much. It makes us long for it. his presence so much more. And like when I was right, you know, putting this presentation together, it just took me back like to the moments I would just be sitting there and the presence of God would just come all over me. It's kind of like, it's hard to describe, but some, okay. So let, let me explain this. Sometimes y'all, you may not feel nothing, right? But, and, and, and I used to like wonder, like, all right, do people really be feeling stuff? Like, what did they, feel? but let me tell you, it's like your heart gets to race and it's like this feeling just comes all over you. It's like, you know, when you see that love, like if you ever been in love, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Take that and hundredfold it, right? It's that feeling, that presence that when you're talking to him, he just brings it all over you. And, and, and when you go without it, you are longing for it. You just want it. You want that touch. You want to feel his presence all over you. I can't explain it, but let me tell you, once you have it, just like it says here, you are always seeking it. See, we can never experience God's presence too much. It makes us just want it and want it and want it more. Isaiah was an influencer during his lifetime, and he has continued to influence people ever since through the word of God. See, long after you're gone, 
Are they still going to be talking about you? I can tell you this. 30 years ago, my dad left us, and we're still talking about him. Isaiah left many, many thousands of years ago, and we're still talking about him. There are leaders that we're still talking about. Are you that person that they're still going to be talking about a hundred and a thousands of years from now because you were bold and courageous and you did the things that God called you to do for his purpose and his glory. What leadership, these are some of the leadership lessons that we can learn from God and that influence during our lifetime will continue and it will grow forever and ever. And so guys, there are three secret key leaderships from Isaiah that I want to end with that you can apply to your business immediately. I'm going to tell you what those are and I'm going to tell you a little bit about the three and then we're going to end it with how we do this discussion in our academies or our membership programs. Number one, when there is a crisis, God proposes as a leader. So now I've already told you, if you're just catching this now, go back and listen over again as to what to do when you're in a crisis or you're something. That's when God is preparing leaders. Are you are you going to be like, I'm, in. I'm here, God, use me. Number two, God always calls the leader he has prepared. So don't ever feel unworthy. He's going to prepare you. Number three, leaders need a touch of God before they can go touch the people. So if you have that touch from him and that experience I trust me you can't explain it but you know you had it so now you're equipped to go out and touch other people so let's look at number one when there is a crisis God prepares a leader see King Yuza was leading God's people well he was doing a great job though he did make the mistake of trying to offer God incense in the temple when he wasn't supposed to and and this caused him to be afflicted with leprosy he honored God and led people in the right direction but then he died that that didn't take God by surprise is what like God, oh no my leader died what now no God already knew no God did what He always does. He rose up another leader that he's going to raise up. He put Isaiah in place to influence the next three kings, Jotham, Azza, and um, Hezekiah. Who is he going to use you to influence? And are you going to be ready for that call? That was number one. Number two, God always calls the leader he has prepared. When there's a crisis, God always prepares new leaders and invite them to lead. The question is whether they will answer the call. Not all do. Are you going to answer the call like Isaiah did, right? But they always get the opportunity. The greatest leaders all have this in common. They rise up, meet the anxiety and fear of the people, and they lead them through it. Are you that leader that's ready to rise in business and lead the way? Be attentive to what God is. If you're frustrated, discouraged, or distraught by the situation that you're in and no one seems to be leading, God just might be preparing you for that task. If he invites you to step forward, don't be afraid to respond to his call. It just may lead you to do something. something that God created you for. So business leaders need a touch of God before they can go touch the people.
Let me repeat that again. Business leaders need a touch of God and before they can go touch the people. And only you can experience that. And only you know what you experience. And you won't be able to explain it fully, or at least I can't, right? But you'll know that it touched you. See, Isaiah began his leadership with a God. It was his starting point. I don't know where your starting point is going to be, how you're going to have that touch in that encounter for him, but you will have it. But he needed to continue looking to God and receiving his touch in order to lead us from others. So how do you keep look, um, looking to God and receiving? God already told you in his word, just meditate it on it day and night, read it day and night, listen to it day and night, hear it day and night over and over and over and over again until it is ingrained in you until it becomes a natural part of you it's no different than when like when we're teaching people sales and we're teaching themselves where we tell them that they have to get it in them over and over again say it and do it over and over again become natural it's just like when an actor and actress is practicing their part they practice it over and over and over again because until they become natural they get so good at it that they named an award the oscar the emmy to say that these people did it the best they became that person you got to become like God and become like him. See, and is it clear? There is no waiver. There's no indecision. There is clarity in doing what is right. It is clear. You are clear. You are focused. You know exactly what it is. And, and, and you stay in touch with God. He is your right hand, your left hand, your front, your back, your everything. You don't make a move without talking to him and going to him as you're doing this. See, Isaiah then started to walk away. Yeah, well, let me go back. Isaiah once spoke to uh, King Hezekiah. Here's the example. Telling him God said that he would die, right? Isaiah then started to walk away. But then the king repented. It said repented. So that's being humble, right? Remember that when you repent, when you, you confess, that's being humble. And then when he repented and, and before Isaiah was able to even leave the building, God told him to turn around and say that he would heal the king. So just like that, God can change your situation. Just like I just told you what you can do the next 12 months, you may not even have done the last 12 years or the next last decade. You may not have been able to do that or like, but you could over the next 12 months, your life can completely change. You can get supernatural results. Clearly Isaiah stayed connected to God all the time. And this is why he is still known. And, and, and when you're as a business leader and you're needing that touch of God so that you can go touch the people, you, you're going to learn how to see God before any business undertaking. That's going to be a habit of yours. You're going to go through that process. And if you don't know how to do that, don't worry. Those are the things that we'll teach you how to do in our membership and academy. And don't try to touch people until you receive that touch from God. And you'll know 
I, you come and be like, I found it. I got it. I, it was there. This is what I experienced. You'll be able to share that. He will guide and he will direct you and he will give you the strength and the favor to lead for him. It's not for you. It's for him. He's just using you. You just got to be excited about it. So let's end this with Isaiah's business leadership study guide that I want you to study. After this, Isaiah 6, 1 through 8, it says, In the year that King Uzzah, Uzzah died, I saw the Lord high and seated on the throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were serpents. Each has six wings. With two wings, they covered their faces. With two, they covered their feet. And with two, they were flying. And they were calling to one another, holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. At the sound of their voices, the doorposts and the threshold shook and the temple was filled with smoke. Woe to me, I cried, I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips and live among a people of unclean lips. And my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. Then one of the serpents flew to me with a live coal in his hands, which he had just taken with tongs from the altar. With it, he touched my mouth and said, see this, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away and your sins are atoned for. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send and who will go for us? And I said, here I am, send me. Here I am, send me. So guys, I hope that brought you value tonight. And if you decide to join our membership in our academy, there are seven key questions that we uncover and show you how to apply them in your business leadership and grow your business from Isaiah. So you definitely got to get in our academy or our membership. And I'm inviting you and giving you an invitation to join us. You can do that by going to BibleBusinessAcademy.com. Once you're inside of our academy, we will show you how to build a business of some of the stuff that we talked about and then we go to in-depth and we're able to help you you're going to discover our biblical-based unique process for turning your skills or passion into a profitable online course or consultant business we work with experts coaches trainers entrepreneurs and business and owners looking to start or grow a profitable and purposeful business online with biblical principles. And we also have our signature mission marketing strategies. To learn more about that, you can go to biblebusinessacademy.com forward slash grow. You can check that out there. And on our membership, y'all, to get that proven biblical plan to win at business and life, you can either join our bronze self-guided where you take the guesswork out of winning at business with online faith-focused training that actually works. You can go through our silver success solutions and join and connect with other faith-focused, like-minded business owners who understand your challenges and they hold you accountable and encourage you to reach your goal uh, or our gold elite leadership and become the leader God is calling you to become. Build your business with direct faith leadership coaching. So to get more information on our membership program, go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com 
forward slash membership. See, we, we want to help you. And if you want our help and you want to learn more about Isaiah's business leadership guide, you can start by reading Isaiah 618 to get some of your answers, to get those in-depth answers and to get the all rolling. What you want to do is book a call with self and a strategy session completely free. You can do that at calendarly.com forward slash call Kathy. That's calendarly.com forward slash call Kathy. Just take a snapshot, snapshot of that or pause it if you're catching it during the replay. See guys, I'm so excited that you're joining us in this leadership series in the Bible. But don't stop there. When you're inside of our academy and the memberships, we really dive deep into this. We ask you those questions. We put those answers together and then we put together a strategic game plan to help you to get to where you want to go. Like Jesus says, who are you would say you want to build a tower, build a business, build a building, and you don't sit down and call the cost and you don't put together a plan in place. And even in Isaiah, it talks about how you got to write things down in order to make them happen next week. Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to dive into the leadership of Jonah. So make sure that you join us. And if you're catching this on the replay, yeah, um, depending on what one time it is, you can either catch us next week or you can go back and look at that and follow us on YouTube. YouTube. Be sure to register for our next series on the Jonah leaderships and our biblical leadership principles in, um, in business. And again, my name is Kathy McReynolds. I am super proud of you. Like It takes courage to step out on faith and become who you were born to be and to you know allow God to use you no matter which path you choose. If you choose us to help you or if you go another path, we just want you to get going. But if you join us, I just want you to know that we've been touched by God and now we want to touch you and we want to help you. So we will be here. You can count on us to help you through. We also want to send you, I love when people get these gifts in the mail because you're like, they're like, wow, wow. Oh my God. I wasn't expecting all this. Wow. This is great. And that's what we want to do. We want to put that, not only put that smile on your face, we want to put that knowledge. We want to help you be transformed by renewing your mind. So what questions do you have for us right now? You can go ahead and start typing those in the comments. I'm going to head back over to that section in a second, and we'll be able to look at any comments. Let us know what you got out of today. Even if you're catching this during the replay, the comments always ding to us, and we always answer those. You can always call or text one eight three three bible biz if you want to call and schedule a quick 20 minute conversation or have one right away with us. You can do that. Or you can email us with any questions at info at Kathy And guys, what are you waiting for? Make sure you join our membership and our academy. And again, in our membership, we have proven biblical plans to win a business in life. You got that bronze self-guided one where you can take the guesswork out of winning in business with online faith-focused training that actually works. You have this silver success solution and you, where you can join and connect with other faith-focused, like-minded business owners who understand and it, your challenge and they'll help hold you accountable and encourage you to reach your goals. And then for those of you who are ready for that next level leadership, you can get in our gold elite leadership and become the leader God is calling you to become and build your business with direct faith leadership coaching. 
Learn more about all of that at BibleBusinessAcademy.com forward slash membership. And if you already know what your calling is, what your passion is, or you want to know, and you're just getting started and you're ready to get that business going, started, get that website built, get that traffic going, your customers, get your lead magnets and all of that stuff done, then the academy is the direction that you want to go. There you're going to discover a business, biblical-based, unique process for turning your skills or passions into a profitable online course or consultant business. So if you're an expert, if you're a coach, a trainer, an entrepreneur, a business owner, and you're looking to start a profitable and purposeful business online and use biblical principles and learn our mission marketing strategies, go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com forward slash go, and we can help you with that. So guys, I thank you again for joining us. I'm going to go ahead and head back over here so we can see if there are any questions that you have. And I am going to bring us both back up there. And I see something in the chats there. Let me see. What says I can help me? Uh, I can. Tanya, Tanya Ross Lane said, Lord, use me for your glory, right? And her goal and what she does, let me bring that on here. She said, uh, Lord, use me for your glory. I know that's right. And she helps people people create plans for your money. And that that is so key. That's what it is there for, to help people with and to help people do. All right, y'all. I don't see any more comments on there. So make sure that you go over to BibleBusinessAcademy.com, download, you're going to get a free report. I think it's about 16, 15 pages long, and you can read that. That'll get you started on everything that we do. Um, once you get that, you can go over to Believe and Grow Rich, pick up a copy of our, our planner. It's a great planner. It covers your faith, your finances, your business everything you need to do on a day-to-day basis to run a successful business. So you can go over there and do that. You can also pick up a copy of our book, the Bible Business, let me get that in there, Bible Business Secret Books. You can go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com. You can get both of these on Amazon. We do have both of them on Amazon, or you can come through us where you can get that free. Oops. And the planner, and the planner, you can, uh, Oops, I hit the thing there. You can get that there. And then, of course, join our memberships or our academy. Go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com. So I hope that brought you value tonight. Always enjoy sharing with you guys. Let me know if you're catching this during the live or the replay and how we can help. See you guys next week as we dive into Jonah. Make sure you subscribe and share and hit that notification button so that you'll be notified when we do impromptu trainings over on the channel, uh, especially YouTube. So make sure you go there and watch it there. All right, y'all. See you later. Have a great day. Talk to you later. God bless. Bye-bye.